0: Okay. Hi, everybody. It's Courtney and Jaya. And we're here with another episode of uh, reality check, which is our mini podcast dedicated to the practice of five for fuel, in which we ask ourselves some very wise questions. And when we get the answers, we are able to see if we're alive and breathing or not. (laughs) But Did um,
1: did you just hear a sound that sounded like water pouring? Did you hear that? I absolutely did not okay good did you pee <laughs> no um, it's a reminder for me to drink water and um i was really worried that it picked it up and you thought i was peeing so <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry <funny>. yeah. <laughs> um, did not hear that but um Great. that's probably related to fuel so that's good it definitely is yes um So yeah, Jaya, could you read the questions for us? Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. So the five for fuel questions are, what are my body's (laughs) unmet needs and how do I know? How have I supported my body in the last day and how do I know? And then based on today's reality, how can I best support myself moving forward? So do you want to start? Have you, have you done this? Have you thought about this? look, I need, I need an intervention with
0: this. Like I'm, <laughs> here's what happened. Here's what happened. I like stopped doing it as much because life got crazy. And then just like everything else, it then like you get off the train and then yes. it's like, I don't know if I want to get back on the train. But today I was like, no, you've got to get back on the train. Cause I know what this does. So I did do it today and that feels really good. And it took a little bit of a tantrum and a little bit of like a, uh, um, to get there, but sorry, Franny is barking at me, not water sounds, but dog sounds. Um,
1: (laughs) I did hear that, but it's very, (laughs) (laughs)
0: um, but yeah, so I did it this morning and I had this like really good realization. Which is, I think I've been talking about it nonstop, which is this idea of depletion and not feeding myself and kind of enjoying the feeling of not mm. feeding yeah. myself enough or not fueling myself, and not taking not enough sleep, like not enough stuff. And then it hit me in the face so hard. I was like, what does this remind me of? It feels like something familiar. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. Like <laughs> mm. I had to hit bottom with an addiction to. uh, substances and this feels similar where it's like every week I'm like repeating the same thing and I can't figure it out and it's like blah Mm -hmm. blah blah and I was like there must be something in here that is connected to my substance use disorder or like whatever like because I'm going in the same cycles and it's groundhog day and I'm like it's so so once I saw that I was like okay (laughs) yeah I, and, and not to say I'm going to like, well, I think I'm going to use my tools from recovery with depletion to mm-hmm. say like, am I addicted to depletion? What is it? What is the benefit here? What, what is, what am I, what am I doing?
1: Yeah. And
0: it felt so connected. I'm sure people relate. Like for me, my relationship to substances was really brain stuff, Right. Mm-hmm. but like neurochemicals and genetics and trauma. But also inside of that is also this desire to not feel what you're feeling. And right. so I realized that like, whether you're not responding to hunger or whatever, however you're not responding to hunger, either by not eating enough or eating past hunger, underneath that is like numbing out and not mm-hmm. feeling what you're feeling and wanting to feel something different. Mm -hmm. And that for me was like, okay, because I have some bigger stuff in life that I need to be dealing with right now in terms of my wellness and like choices and things I need to be thinking about, take care of myself and people I care about. Like Mm -hmm. they're bigger, higher level things that I need to take action on, but I can't take action on them until I deal with this piece here. Cause it's been with me for so long. It's connected to other addictions I've had. It's like very much like, okay, we got to do this work first because I don't know where my perception's off. I don't know what I have to learn yet. So it's like, okay, start here with this desire to not feel how I'm feeling (laughs) Yeah, and to kind of be a a bit in denial about that and, you know, use my tools that I used to stop drinking to kind of move into new behavior around not being so depleted. And Mm -hmm. What does that mean for me? What is that going to look like? And what does that bring up? Because then I can handle, I can deal with the other things. But if I go into dealing with the other big things, other big life stuff right now, I'm coming from such a place of depletion (laughs) and not feeling and not knowing myself very well that I'm not going to make the right decisions. It's like a flurry. It's very externalized instead of like, this is what I have to do for my health and well being. It becomes like scattered fireballs (laughs) instead (laughs) of like okay, this is what I need to do for my well-being, and this, it'll feel more solid. It doesn't make those decisions harder, but it's like, okay. So the point here is like, I've been saying over and over on this podcast and to you, Jaya, and to everybody else, like, oh, I have trouble with Mm -hmm. depletion. I don't get like over and over. And then I finally was like, oh, (laughs) I got to do some other types of work here that I know how to do, because I think I do have this addiction to depletion which i think used to be called workaholism which would make sense but mm-hmm. if you pull apart workaholism it's really that depletion it's the high you get from having nothing left you know and right. so that is that's my work right now is to use some of the tools there that helped me stop drinking to just investigate what's happening here is this what's happening
1: how yeah. do i deal with
0: this first and then because i'm so i don't know about you but i feel I felt. A, I think that's also why I've been avoiding five for fuels. I'm just sick of myself.
1: <laughs> just kind of get that, yeah.
0: It. Like, yeah. Drink water, Courtney. Go to bed. Eat yep. three meals a day. Like, ah. And so I think I avoid that because I don't want to. I don't know how to be kind to myself in there. But it's because there's this other thing that I've been avoiding. So that was my realization today. It feels, it feels good. And because of that realization, I've been kind of a little bit more like I went, I'm using the word mechanical, but not as in like robotic, just like I've been a little bit more dutiful with taking care of myself today. And just being like, okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this, like I put Wyatt down for a nap and now it's time for me to, it's just like kind of being a little bit more mechanical until I understand more,
1: but yeah, that's where I am. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Um well let's see. I it's funny, every week I feel like how is it that we're that this exact same themes are happening to me? But it's never it's never exactly the same. It's just that I can draw so many links between yeah. what I'm going through and uh-huh. you're, what you're describing. Um <laughs> but when you were talking about the like the addiction to the to the de, the the depletion and the like yeah. deprivation mm-hmm. i i have been i don't know a, a lot of similar themes <laughs> i've been mm-hmm. realizing especially i had a really really hard week like last week last weekend i was in a dark place <laughs> mm-hmm. and i you know i've really been realizing how much i've been thinking back on these other times in my life where I felt so good and I felt so empowered in certain ways and Mm -hmm. you know my brain has been sort of grasping at like how do I get back there and it's Mm -hmm. so similar I think I've said this probably many times it feels so similar to the postpartum thing of just like how do I get back to who I was yeah and part of me knows that's not possible but it's still just like how could this be happening you you know Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things I've been realizing is that like The times that I have felt super able to like help other people to like work on their relationship with their body and like think about exercise in like an empowering way and teaching strength one-on-one and stuff like that, like the the times that I, that I remember of like working one-on-one with people and being like, feeling so great about that. I was not doing those things for myself. I thought I was, and I'm Mm. realizing now that like Mm. the last, especially the last like few months, this winter has really been me having to come face to face with like now walk the walk, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, like it was easy for me to talk about all you know to talk about diet culture and talk about health at every size and talk about like feeding ourselves well and all this stuff when I wasn't going through something myself as as intensely and Mm -hmm. now that I am and I'm having and also during those times I remember like it was almost like I had a little secret where I was Mm -hmm. like restricting myself to a point where I almost had (laughs) The secret part, and that I have never told anyone until I now put it on a podcast, is (laughs) is that I would have this thought, it was just like, it wasn't even a fully formed thought, but it was like a feeling like I'm punishing my body into submission. Yes, And I know a lot of people relate to that feeling, but it was such a little like dirty secret to me that that's what I was actually feeling about myself during that time, during that time when I was quite genuinely like talking about health at every size and talking about rejecting diet culture and like teaching people and helping people for real. And I believed those things so hard. And then I had this like, completely confusing experience in my own body of Mm -hmm. like, and yet (laughs) this is what I'm doing to myself.
0: Oh my God. Yes. And that
1: feeling of like being addicted to deprivation, like that was how it, it was a different, it was a different version of that where it was like, it was almost like I was like challenging myself to like, let's see how much longer you can go before you eat or something like that. You know, like real, really like really twisted (laughs) in some ways. Um, Super interested. But it like felt healthy in a way to me Mm -hmm. because I was still Mm -hmm. so I still was just so immersed in it myself. And so this year, this winter for me has really been like, okay, now it's time to get real Mm -hmm. (laughs) and actually because I do believe these things, like I do believe in like you know, not restricting and developing a healthy relationship with food and like exercising, because I know what makes me feel good. Like these are such important things to me that are true for, for my body as well. And now is the time that I have to actually put it into practice.
0: Oh man. That reminds me, I think that's why the process for some people of getting sober or whatever is so powerful. And there's lots of different ways that people do it. And I'm not here to speak about one way and I I won't actually, but what happened for me was the way I got sober and the tools that I used um, was it took the concept of sobriety into immersion of sobriety. So, like, mm-hmm. prior to that, and that's why we often need so much pain to get there because we can think ourselves, you know, crazy and we can think ourselves into good behavior, but it never works. It's like at some right. point, pain pushes you into the behavior because you have no other choice. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the process of being immersed in those ideas rather than like thinking about them it that was the thing that really helped me because it's really easy it's kind of like with racism or you know
1: um right it's like anything else learn about something as much as you want but it's not until you're actually like thrown into an experience right like some
0: at some point you have to recognize that you have bias that is so deep. It like lives in your bones, like, like your bones, like it's like in there. And you can, you can understand the concepts that you want to embrace, but until you give it a chance and really practice it, you don't shift the bones. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I hear you saying is like, I've been thinking a lot about it and now it's time to just, I've got to like have a little faith that moving into those actions is what I have to do
1: next yeah it reminds me another analogy it reminds me of like language learning where it's like you can learn on your app or in a classroom as much as you (laughs) want but if you're not you need to actually be like tossed into a community with a different language to really to really get it yeah (laughs) Yeah. totally totally yeah um so so yeah that was you know it's it's something i've sort of known i've been going through on some level for a while but I actually feel like last week was when I kind of, you talk a lot about like the importance of hitting bottom. Yeah. And I think, I think that it's, I think us talking about that a lot has actually helped me go there really. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I feel like last week was that for me probably mm-hmm. <laughs> of just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I give up. Yeah. I give up like fighting it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and so this week, I've you know I've felt a lot better.
0: Yeah, and I've been
1: thinking a lot about that, and just feeling like even just knowing that I now truly and without dirty secrets mm-hmm. <laughs> intend intend to live this instead of mm-hmm. just believing it and talking about it mm-hmm. has been amazing. And I also I, I also was thinking about like what was the thing that I got out of that, you know, deprivation challenge that I would do to myself. And mm-hmm. the answer I think for most of us is usually control.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not, you
1: know, and it's bigger, it's so much bigger than the thing. It's like life control, it's safety, it's everything else. So this week I actually experimented with what is, what is one little thing that I can feel like I can control that will not end up harming me. Mm. Wow. And you know what I've been doing all week? What? Tell me. I have been drinking almost a gallon of water every Dude, single day. I have been watching you and I I'm like, she's Can you see drinking me on water. the video
0: calls <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, she's got her, she's got this down, and that's how you have to do it. It's and I've inspiring. been using the
1: waterminder app. And I promise, like earlier when I when I mentioned the water sound, it was I didn't even mean for it to lead up to this. It, the sound really did happen, and I was worried it happened in the podcast, but it's also like, it's not even like a little tinkle sound. It like, it sounds like someone is dumping a bu- a bucket of water over my head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's kind of like designed to make you feel thirsty.
1: <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So I'm like, it's working. I'm like every couple hours, someone dumps a bucket of water over my head and I'm like, okay, it's time.
0: Oh my and God. who knows,
1: who knows if I will continue doing this, but it has been so strangely. I mean, of course I have felt better being hydrated and weirdly, it makes me thirstier when I'm more hydrated. And I oh don't my know gosh. what that's about.
0: I don't either. We <laughs> need to get an answer on that. Cause I always feel that way. I think it might be like sleep where your body's like, oh, I may not be in survival anymore. So I'm going to store this as much as I
1: possibly can. Yeah. You know? I know. Well, that, that's what I think. And we asked the fuel dietitians a while ago and they were like, never heard of that. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Um, well, yeah. I would like to validate that is my experience as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah. Um, well, wow. That's about, there's so much more I could say, but yeah, water <laughs> controlling one little thing that feels yeah. harmless and helpful has really, uh, really made a difference this week.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I think it's just, you're going against the, you're going against the call to deprivation and that in itself is helpful along with the right. physical, obviously the physical help, but yeah, yeah. it's, um, I don't stupidly yeah. watch some of that documentary, uh, or docu-series cheer. There's a second season. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I swore to, I swore I would not, I was done. Like that was enough. Like I lived that life. I'm like, I don't need, I anyway, my sister, it doesn't matter. I ended up watching it. And then I'm like, I can't function if it's not done. Like I, whatever, Yeah. So I watched it. And as I'm watching, I'm like, how many of us were raised with each, even like a tiny dose of this mentality. Like so that is just how Mm -hmm. we were all raised to overcome, to like not listen to your body, to work it so hard. Push through. Yeah. That like, yeah. And you're looking at these athletes and you, like something in me was like, oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's weird that we're there instead of like, it's just weird. Not that there's anything wrong with that level level of athleticism, but in that culture in particular, from the way it's, you know, shown, it's not a ton of like, they don't focus on the recovery and I'm sure they get it. I'm sure they're icing and, you know, focus on eating like enough, like stuff like that, but you don't Mm -hmm. see that part.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Tangent, tangent alert. (laughs) No, but I hear you. And you know, that made me realize like the water thing for me is it's also directly about rejecting deprivation. Cause like another dirty secret (laughs) from my past is like, it's not that I would restrict water because who actually needs to do that when no one remembers to drink water, but drinking water was like when I weighed myself more often, Mm. like that is such a thing. And people who, you know, do competitive sports have to like severely dehydrate themselves to make weight and stuff like that. And it feels to me like just Letting my body be my body, and also like being completely full of water all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and having to go pee all the time. Holy moly!
1: I know. And every time Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I'm succeeding. This pee, this successful pee. Oh man, you're
0: making me very thirsty. And (laughs) on that Um, note, yep, um, we're good. I think we're good, but we will certainly be here next week with all of you. So we'll see you then. Bye.